Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Morning, Alan. Uh, and we did meet. It was in the, the height of summer on the park run in New Ross when we were doing our run for the uh, Marine Watch. Yes. The, the, the run sixty five. Um, as a matter of interest, for someone who does the Ironman challenge, the um, should it be changed to Iron Women or Iron? Uh, yeah, I I know, but I suppose it wouldn't sound the same. Really, everyone no. just knows it as Iron Man, but there is often a little conflict there that yeah. you're calling yourself an Iron Man. But uh, I think with all that's going on in the world, I'm not going to take that challenge on now. Well, I'm going to look at that challenge in just a second. But just as yeah. a matter of interest, I, I met you in your ass at the park run yeah. um, in the Arboretum there. What a beautiful setting. Absolutely gorgeous. So for Lovely. someone like you who runs these massive distances, you still enjoy the park runs, do you? Oh, absolutely. I love the park runs because I think it gives you an opportunity um, to go faster. In, in, in short like you're with a crowd everyone is surging forward and uh, you can get a bit of speed you can get a bit of speed up and increase your increase your speeds mm. like I, I'd still do them now now that I'm back from the world championships and that I'll still continue to compete right until the end of the season because it's in those shorter competitions that you can just tidy up what you've been doing and, and get more speed in, into your running yeah. So now let's look at the Ironman Challenge then. It, it, it's a massive challenge. Can you tell the listeners what it is, please? Yes, well, uh, um, at the moment uh, I'm doing 70.3 because I broke my hip during COVID. Uh, so I have one good hip and one leg. The, the, the other one just comes along <laughs> for the ride. And uh, and so I, um, at the moment, are from the age of 60 up to 70, I... Uh, did a full distance, which is a 3.8 kilometre sea swim, 180k on the bike, and a full marathon, 42k run. So for my 70th birthday, I decided I'd change things around. So I bought a new time trial bike. Well, I always did ride on the aero bars. Uh, and I hired myself a coach, and I gave him the job of tapping in and seeing, is there anything left? Can we tidy up a few things uh, with, the, with the running and, and the bike? And it's been, it's proved great. I mean, I, I I run now with heart rate and I cycle, we say, doing cadence, which is the revolutions of how you push the cycle around. And it's, it's very exciting to have changed all that at 70. I've changed everything. And are your, the way are your energy levels still the same at 70? Uh, or do, do you need extra time to rest or to recuperate or what? Well, my energy levels are drawn from my mental state of how I feel. So I, st- I don't look in the mirror and see my age. I go by how I feel. And I feel about 40. So I, I tackle my training in the same way. But yes, you are right. Like when you do get older, it, like you want to do quality sessions, not quantity. So in between those quality sessions, you do need to rest and give your body a chance. And you do find when you go back out, you're absolutely on fire and you're yeah. ab- and if you do go out and you're not on fire and you're not feeling it then you should take an extra day off you should listen to your body right. but it's harder to take a day off than not I mean you can't dive into it I know a very close friend years ago decided they wanted to run at 52 years of age and ended up doing it in both their hips because they really hadn't done anything like this if you have had a sporting background it's kind of there with you so for someone listening to you and saying God Marie Casey Breen is an inspiration I'm going to get out now and I'm going to, I'm going to do 5k it isn't as simple as that there's a thing called couch to 5k mm. and maybe you'd just highlight that for us as well you have to take it very steady you just can't burst into it No and I mean I think uh, most people um, probably don't always know where to start but you, you start really with just walking 
just getting a comfortable pair of runners. They don't have to be uh, expensive runners and just go out in whatever clothes you feel comfortable in and start walking. And then you might get up on your feet and if you're running along the quays here, you might... um, go up for 50, 50 metres or whatever, just yeah. up off your feet. Yeah. And in fact, in the running I do now at this late stage, that when I'm doing marathons or, or half marathons in my competitions, I would walk the aid station. So um, I, every two kilometres, it's broken down into every two kilometres, and I would walk those, get a drink. And in fact, that reinvigorates you, your heart rate goes down, and you get that surge of energy when you start again. So walk and run is, is very in at the moment. And it's the way to go. And I do think when you get older, you do get pains and aches. And yes, you have to listen to them, but it, it shouldn't stop you. It needn't stop you unless your doctor says your arthritis or whatever is very bad because we all have wear and tear at this stage of our bodies and everything is stiff yeah. in the morning when you get up. So please don't let that put okay. you off. What was the World Championship like? It was in Finland, wasn't it? It was in Finland, yeah. The reason I can say that is on your teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was um, on the 26th of um, August, just gone out now. So it was, it was 6,000, there was 3,000 women on the Saturday, 3,000 men on the Sunday. And even though you have prepared, like, you would get a little bit nervous. And when you're nervous, you're not thinking straight. You're sort of arrived there and you're nearly on autopilot. But you have to have all the work done before you go, all the training. And then you feel ready for the start line. Now, I did have a problem with swimming uh, sort of all my life because I wasn't a natural swimmer. But uh, so I engaged a sports psychologist uh, before I went for three or four sessions just to talk me through any fears I might have in the water. And of course, 85% of people that do triathlons or Ironmans they have a problem with swimming. So overall uh, like it was August was it still quite warm in Finland at that time of year? Well it's probably about the same as here. It's the same as here yeah. We were lucky we had a fine day so like the the bike What was the atmosphere like? Oh it's absolutely incredible Mm. absolutely fabulous because if you have that many uh, contestants like 6,000 and then you have the relatives that would come with those uh, the place is on fire for the whole weekend Mm. so it's 6,000 people in Lycra very agitated look very stressed holding their breath wondering how they'll get on because of course it's everyone's personal challenge like you have to make the cut off time um, all along the way I know you you kind of play down what sort of a life you've led but I'm not going to play it down this morning Mm. because it's a long time since you and I had a chat Marie and 20 years of age you volunteered in Zimbabwe to make a difference armed with little less you trained as a nurse and then you, you you actually came in touch with Mother Trees in India. Mm, yes, I worked with Concern. What was, that, what was that part of your life like? Oh, it was fabulous, really. Of course, I was free then to do that. I was only in my mid-twenties. And, um, what was I had, she like? Oh, she was a fabulous person. Uh, in the sense, like, you had to arrive at the convent at half four in the morning. They were already had mass and everything. And everything was very silent and very quiet. And she was a very unassuming uh, woman. She didn't ask you where you were from or, or, or what your father did for a living or who you were. You just moved with the group to the hospice where she worked and you did your work quietly and to the best of your ability. And that's the way we operate, operated in in. Um, in just talked about the presence. Did you feel you were in the presence of somebody very I special? Absolutely did. did. You? I had, did. You, had you this aura about her? She did. She did. And I couldn't describe it really. Uh, she was a tiny woman, smaller than I am, so she was probably only about five foot. She has that like sort of a uh, waxy colour. But it's just what she achieved and what she could do 
yeah. was so incredible, so incredible. And to think the small things she did, like that little hospice and those people up off the street and bringing them in at night time yeah. and looking them after them and they probably wouldn't be there the following day. Yeah. Just that, giving that bit of dignity right. uh, was just incredible. And then we, we leap forward about 30 years later. You uh, have five children, of yeah. which Martin, who is a, a fantastically popular man on this particular <laughs> programme with his veterinary business, you then were confronted by stage 3 bowel cancer in 2011. Mm-hmm. And for yeah. someone as fit as you, um, this must have been an absolutely earth-shattering moment, was it? Well, I, I, when you're in shock, it's sort of sometimes hard to describe shock. I remember asking the consultant, if I normally do a 10K in such and such a time, how will the chemo affect me now? Will my speeds reduce? Of course, he never answered you know, there was no answer. And anyway, they're doing a job of putting you back together, putting Humpty Dumpty back together again. So the only thing I had was my fitness. And the only thing was, I said, if I come out of this, I'm going to do an Ironman because when you have cancer, you don't have any control over the outcome. But when you're doing an Ironman, you can train. And so within a year, I did my first Ironman to celebrate that just and just leave it there. The other day I was cleaning out a room and I saw the diaries I had of where I couldn't walk and I couldn't and it was it yeah, was sad stuff. I say because the listeners need to hear this. You, you, this is your journey. You have been diagnosed with cancer, and you qualified for the Ironman World Championships in Hawaii in two thousand and fourteen. If yeah. that is not inspirational, I don't know what is. Yeah, well. Sometimes ordinary people can do ordinary things, uh, you know, just with the ability you have. And everybody should see that in themselves. You don't have to be anything great. I mean, it is great in Ironman if you're a great, come from a background of being a great runner or a great swimmer. Of course, yeah. it does help you. But like ordinary people are doing, are doing these Ironmans and you're just challenging yourself. And you do it because you absolutely love it. Right. You can't wait to get up every morning, pull back the covers and think, I wonder could I knock five seconds off my run today? And, and you gauge how you feel. And if you, if you need to have a shower and spruce yourself up and yeah. eat the proper breakfast and get out there and do it. Right. And uh, it just sets you up for the day. It's just fabulous. I would love you to do a, a special programme with my colleague, Michael Doyle. I'm going to give him all the information because in this short time frame I have on this show, I can't even touch. But I know Michael can and do a special I remember on you because you're, you're worthy of that. And I'm going to pass it on to him. Uh, and I mean, you are now ranked in the top 10 in your age category in the world in the Ironman Challenge. Yes, well, that was in South Africa, the World Championships. Yeah. In Hawaii, I was in the first 30. In South Africa in 2019, I was in the first 10. And in Finland, I'm afraid I was 18th in the world. I have to settle for that but because of my hip. Yeah, I've only one leg, really. But you won't. I know you. You're going to drive out, and when you hit eighty, you'll probably be back in the top ten again. <laughs> will you? I hope so. I hope so. You really are. I mean, yeah. they, they say age is only a number. I mean, you're proof positive. That's all it is, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. You have to make it right for yourself. And the get thing that's going, to, that's going to stick with me today is when you said, "Yeah, I'm seventy-one, but I feel forty. Yeah, because I don't look in the mirror a lot. Yeah. So I don't see the reality. I go by how I feel. And if I feel 40 and I'm capable of um, reaching new heights as regards my speed on the bike or my speed running, that's what I'm aiming to do. I'm aiming to keep going and, and challenge myself and hold on to what I have and try and improve on it. Well, hold on to all those dreams and aspirations for the future. Thank you for motivating the whole lot of us here today. And I wish you... What's next for you? Um, Oh, I'm uh, setting my. I'm hoping to go to Rwanda in Africa next year to do an Ironman there right. because, of course, I love Africa. But uh, the altitude might might be uh, get to me uh, because you'd have to go out a couple of weeks to get altitude training, and the elevation is so high. 
uh, out there. It's 1,500 metres above sea level. So that would be an extra challenge. I might just go to France and do a handier one. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Southeast.